Hello, Flynnvar here. We've finally found Professor Peridot, or Amleth, as he seems to like being called. He was the perfect person to talk to about Welby, because I'm pretty sure he's a dragon himself, shapeshifted into a human. We found out that Welby is a fairy dragon, which means he won't get much bigger. Oh, so cute. And then we were allowed to take new weapons from a big pile of treasure, because we were such great caretakers. And after that, it was time to head home. But the kid we released from the cage is also a dragon. Oh, oh my gosh. And he decided he wanted to transform back and go and eat everyone in Ymir City. We took a fire blast to the face, but it takes more than that to put the away team down. Now there's four of us on the back of a centipede train versus an angry red dragon. Fido doesn't stand a chance. Hello everybody and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janison Breffords Parchment Company. My name is Penny D, I'll be your DM today and if I was a dragon, I would be a black dragon because I'm the most evil dragon you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I I don't agree with you Penny, I think yeah, you're very no. nice. How dare you, I want to be the goth dragon. Ah. I mean being the goth dragon is admirable but I think you're still way too nice. Okay, yeah. how about half black, half gold? Oh, like the most evil dragon combined with the nice one. Okay, I feel I like, like you're closer I to like being that. like a fairy dragon. Mm. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is I'm a really honest person, but I love lying to you all when we play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, you're right. I like actually, when, you added, <laughs> when we play Dungeons and Dragons, not like I love lying to you. Full In stop. general, no, yeah. just when we play D and D. I'm really yeah. not into lying, but I love tricking people. So you know what? You are right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe black you're just dragon a little trickster. You're yeah. not evil. You're just a trickster. Okay, so maybe I'm a fairy. Yeah, dragon. maybe you're a fairy. Mm. You're just okay. a, a lovable scamp. Yeah, yeah. But you're like you're like one of those um, iridescent beetles that look like it's black, but then you put it in the sun and it shines. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nate, and I'm playing Flynnva, your favorite salesperson, halfling bard, and I would be surprise, surprise, an emerald dragon. Shimmer, shimmer. How come? Because I like green. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a few things about some of the dragons, like some of the oh, colors, yeah. uh, just from playing and like DMing and stuff. And but I don't know very much about the 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 green dragons. So yeah. Even better. So I think <laughs> green dragon is evil, and I'm not sure if there is an emerald dragon. But if there was, it would be good because the metallic ones are nice, and the monochromatic ones are evil, and the <laughs> gem ones are neutral, as far as I can tell. I think so. Yeah, I think the emerald ones are. They'd be a gem dragon. Yeah, yeah. they are definitely a gem dragon. <laughs> Shiny. My name is Liz, and I play Karen, the Dwarven Barbarian. And if I was a dragon, my colour would be... I want to say Copper Dragon. That's cool. It's a good colour. Yeah. I've, I like Copper Dragons. I think they're fun. And I think Copper is a colour that goes with a lot of things, so I would be very fashionable. Like brown, but fancy brown. Yeah, like fancy brown. <laughs> fancy, shiny, fancy, shiny brown. That's my new stage name. Fancy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about Copper Dragons from playing one with you when I DM'd for you guys the other, like a yes. little while ago. And I know that like they like to live in uh, like 
ocean caves and when they're around all of the like sea plants tend to glow but i don't know enough about we should have researched this before we started we should have we yeah. should have done but we're just <laughs> jumping into it i think that makes sense though because i love the ocean yeah and you come third a lot yeah <laughs> Oof, rough <laughs> burn <laughs> It's a, it's a good bird. <laughs> um, is it also a bronze dragon? There is. Uh, yeah, so that was the one that, that, uh-huh. that was the one that. Oh, did you say copper or did you say bronze? I said copper. copper. Oh, okay, well then the third a lot. The burn is gone. The burn is gone. The burn is gone. Yay! Hi, I'm Poppy. I play Ida for the Tiefling Rogue, and I genuinely know nothing about dragons in D and D. I have not <laughs> played campaigns where dragons have taken like a. We've had to verse any sort of dragon. Until now. Until now. But I'm just going to go with Amethyst because purple's my fave colour. Yeah, nice. Cute. Yeah. Fun fact, Amethyst dragons tend to be the smartest of all dragons. Well, there you and go. And that, that was why we went to go see uh, Ameth. <laughs> the smartest one. The smartest one. Yeah. The sweet Ameth. And that's why he's the leader because he's got a brain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Fero, who obviously doesn't. That's why we're about to fight him. Hot-headed. Yeah, yeah. hot-headed. <laughs> Pun. Okay. My name is Stephanie and I play Frankie, the human artificer, the very anxious human artificer. Uh, but, you know, everyone loves him. This is a hard question because I feel like there should be other colors. Like, why isn't there a yellow dragon? Because everybody would call it the piss dragon. Yeah, the piss dragon. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Yeah. So there is, a, there okay. is a gold dragon which is very close and they are like the, the, the goodest the of the good dragons. Yeah, the good, like a good fancy boy. yellow. Yes. yes, but I'd like just a yellow dragon, but now you said that, now I'm just like, okay, I don't want to be yellow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a dragon with actual like piss breath would be, would be horrible, be horrible, right? Mm, be no terrible. one would want to fight that one. Like, no. <laughs> No. Terrible, Why couldn't it just terrible. be like a chemical or something? Why does it have to be? Because it's, it's, it's already a chemical. Like it's a piss yeah, yeah, that's true. So if, I, if something's yellow, it's piss. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry, it's lemon flavored. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, like a, a sunlight dragon would be quite that interesting. Would be cute. A lemon, yes. a lemon Get dragon would also be really cute. Lemon, yeah. but again, cute. lemon dragon. Specifically, if we're doing DD, I was gonna say a radiant dragon. But lemon is actually way better. So it's way cuter. There you go. You could be the lemon dragon. Does it smell like lemon? Yeah. I'd say it does. Like and it also dragon. like exposes every single little paper cut you have all over oh your body <laughs> uh, when it hits you with the lemon. Ow. Okay. That is terrifying. So that. that's fun. So- <laughs> I was like, does it smell like lemon? And you're like, it hits every wound on your body. Yeah. And it stings <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. And I'd imagine it wouldn't be like a huge one. It'd be like one of those maybe like a cute little like fairy dragon type yeah. size. Like Aww. just a little one. Like, oh, you want to pet me? <laughs> Lemon juice. <laughs> Lemon juice in the eye. No. Okay, I like that. Defensive spray. <laughs> Robbie's girlfriend. Oh, no, I want it. Uh, anyway, this isn't a dragons podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Should we fight a dragon? <laughs> Yes, and it won't be a lemon dragon, unfortunately. Bugger. (laughs) (laughs) So, each of you can feel the wind rushing through your hair as you're traveling extremely fast. You can hear the clackety, 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 clack of dozens and dozens of little centipede feet along the side of the of the train track there's a whooshing noise of uh, wind uh, rushing through red leather wings the sounds of violence fill the air as you are all on the back of a train fighting a dragon (laughs) just let us know where we all are the last thing that happened was Fedor 
uh, fire blasted your train, your mm-hmm. centipede train buttercup. Uh, it turned out that she was actually fireproof, so no no luck there. Karen, you're currently grabbed onto Fiddle's tail, is that correct? I am, yes. Uh, Idafa, you're currently on his back between his shoulder blades. Sure am. And Frankie and Flynn, you guys are both standing on the platform on the head of the train, is that correct? Yes. Cool. We are halfway through Fiddle's turn. Having realised that his fire breath has no effect on the centipede train carrying you all, he instead turns his attention to the people climbing on him, uh, and he's going to uh, do a little barrel roll, as well as like shake his tail uh, very vigorously, uh, and try to shake Idafa and Karen off of his back. So, uh, the two of you, can I please get you to make acrobatics checks? Absolutely. Yep, for sure. I actually ex- really expected you to start arguing for an athletics check instead, because that's what you always do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I have an athletics <laughs> <laughs> No, because sometimes I've got some extra stuff, but not this time. Karen rolled a 13. Not great. I know, got a 14. Neither of you fall, but both of you kind of lose your grip a little bit. Karen, maybe you, because I think you said that you were wrapped your legs around. Yep. For your one, you've now back to like holding on with both hands as well. Uh, Idafa, um, your dagger is no longer like properly embedded in there like it's 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 definitely still in there but it doesn't have the security that it did before um so you may have to worry about it the next time he tries to shake you off okay (laughs) all right that is uh fiddle's turn done uh next up is frankie okay i've got a science question okay i've got a science answer i don't know if this would relate in you know game but so if i were to like say shoot him with uh, hot wire. Okay. And, you know, it gets a little, like, shock. Yeah. That's not going to shock anyone else that's on top of him, will it? That would probably be, uh, I'd say that would be an arcana roll, because we all know how electricity works <laughs> in real life. I yes. don't know if it would, I don't know if lightning damage works the same as electricity does in yeah. real life. So, uh, and also, it's a dragon. His scales and stuff are seem to be resistant. I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I will have you roll an arcana check, assuming that you do that, yes. uh, to see how strong it was. Or maybe we could pick a damage threshold where if it's above the damage threshold, then it still hits the others. Frankie would like to stand heroically at the front of the trade, you know, one like, you know, brace, kind of like, yeah. And he's going to pull out his um, hot wire. Nice, okay. And he's going to attempt to shoot at the dragon. All right, roll, roll me an attack roll. Let's, let's roll. Uh, Frankie rolled a 17 to hit. 17 doesn't hit. Cool. Oh. A 17 doesn't hit. It's a yeah. dragon. It's a dragon. That yeah, makes... Dragon. <laughs> Frankie is going to slowly just put the crossbow down and uh, pretend that that was on purpose. Cool. Uh, any bonus actions or movement that you'd like to do? Uh, Frankie doesn't want to move, but as a bonus action... Frankie would just like to, I guess, brace himself a little bit uh, at the front. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, brace yourself for what? Like, you know, just like stand. I don't know. Because I, I feel like he's really close at the front. Okay. Just in case there's a sudden like. Oh, I see. You yeah. know, just be like, okay, ready, ready, ready. Okay. Uh, I'll say you can have plus two on any uh, acrobatics checks for the next round. Thank you. Because Frankie is uh, clumsy. <laughs> okay. Uh, after Frankie, uh, next up is Flynn. So question, did Flynn before, did, did Flynn have time to read the book around dragons from Amnethus 
because we had that like layover, but I'm not, I can't remember. I don't remember you saying that you took the time to read it. What we did was we left the Horde. Mm -hmm. uh, We we walked back to the city or walked back to Tarago Nook and then immediately the crisis happened. Okay. So I don't remember you saying that you read the book on your walk back. It it would have been at the cabin. So if they weren't in the cabin. No, then no. Okay. Sweet. You didn't have it then. Okay, cool. Readings for nerds anyway, says Frankie (laughs) from his book. (laughs) He's reading it out of a book. Cool. So how close am I? 10 feet away, 10 10 feet underneath. Perfect. Flynn is going to cast... Uh, I'm going to reach into my bag of holding and pick up some chalk and crush it and then cast Mage Hand to, like, gather the the chalk and then take it up to the dragon's eyes and, like, smear it in its eyes. Oh, my God. Chalk okay. eyes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, 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 the thing is, this is probably messing a little bit with action economy, the way you're supposed to use things. But if you want to attempt to use an item to blind him, go ahead and roll me a... Are you trying to be sneaky about it or are you trying to be fast about it? I think just trying to figure out what skill check you're going to roll for this. Fast. Okay. Roll me an arcana check considering you're using the mage hand to do so. And people at home who know <laughs> that this is like three actions all in one, I know. I'm trying to do rule of cool here. 19. Rule of cool. Your rule of cool is like, rule of cool, yeah. if it doesn't if it doesn't meet the rules, but it's an awesome thing to happen, you just let it happen anyway. I've never heard of that, but I love it. Yeah. It's I, the we, best role. We play rule of cool here all the time. All the time. You guys don't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> we know how to play cool people Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, cool exactly. That's right. We know how to scroll around. So I rolled a 19. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, you do manage to uh, rub some chalk uh, into his eye. Uh, left eye or right eye? Because you don't have two mage hands. Are you sure I couldn't get both eyes? Yes. Okay. Uh, then the eye that's closest to us is right eye. Cool. That, that's fine. Uh, he's going to have uh, a little bit of uh, trouble with his perception checks for a couple of rounds. Nice. Because okay. <laughs> his perception's distorted. Yeah. Uh, so my bonus action, Welby is going to, he's going to prepare Okay. Euphoria Breath. So he's going to be like, mm, I'm going to try this on the daddy dragon. What's the range on Euphoria Breath? Five feet. Yeah, so you would need to get him closer to Fedor in yep. order for him to be able to do that. Cool. So he still prepares that because I don't want him to. I don't want to. <laughs> Welby like puffs out his chest and takes a big inhale and he's ready to go. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to say that if Welby gets within five feet before his next turn, then he can use his euphoria breath. Okay. I have a question building on that. So I have a spell yes. called Catapult. You do? Yes. Is he small enough? He is a small enough piece of debris to be able to He's do that. Yeah. He's immediately offended. Is that a thing we could do? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be there's gonna be a skill check for him to not immediately just like fly off into the distance. <laughs> I mean he could he could always catch up, but maybe not to the end of the fight. But that's really funny. I want to try this next turn. Okay, that's good to know. Karen, you are up. Maybe Karen can like help catch or Idafer can help catch or something. Yeah, We're that's both a up cool there, like combo this. move. I like it. That's really cool, baby. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. And also the mage hand is up there as well. So you can, we can have three hands yeah. kind of ready to catch. Yeah, catching. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, Karen, I can't remember if Karen was raging or not, but she didn't take any damage. Uh, then, then your rage would have run out. Then her rage would have run out. Okay. I use my bonus action to rage again. Okay. Burning another Electrum. And I'm actually going to take out both of my hand axes, which I've never used before. Nice. But I'm going to use them like, kind of like crampons. Okay. And to try and get them both into Fedo and try to climb up his tail 
okay. using the, the hand axes. So I'll give you two options here. You can roll attack rolls with them and do damage with them, or you can forego damage and reposition yourself anywhere you want to, but it uses your action. I think I'm going to roll attack rolls because I'm raging. Okay, cool. Go ahead and roll me two attack rolls with your hand axes. This is just a badass visual of Karen just like using axes to climb up the back of a dragon. <laughs> His eyes just like glowing blue and the wind in her beard. Just the, the two uh, little, I was going to say tentacles, but they're actually like little pigtails that you've got with your beard just like blowing in the wind. No, 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 tentacles. Tentacles, yeah. Yeah, the face tentacles that you have. Yeah, that all dwarves have. Okay, one of them was a 26 to hit. 26 hits. Okay, and the other one was a 15 to hit, and that doesn't hit. Yeah, so one of them hits. Uh, you. So go ahead and roll your damage. Nine slashing damage. Nine slashing damage, that is fine. And those were both of my attacks. Cool, thank you very much. Uh, and I'll say that because you used a strategy, um, you've moved yourself from the tail up to... What's the nice way of saying his butt? His, his rump. Butt. You've his moved butt. up to his, his hips. His butt. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're you're on but it's like the back of his butt. Yeah. Where's the sacrum? <laughs> no, there's like the I'm on his parts I'm on his, his his coccyx. If yeah, he you're was on a his coccyx. If he was a cat coccyx. and you were scratching him <laughs> where you cocks. are right now, he'd love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, Oh, this feels oh, gross. This, this is the Yeah. Imagine how annoying if we're just literally just giving this a spa treatment, right? He's like getting all the loose bugs out of my scales. Oh, and it turns out that's all he needed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like the lion, the story, like the yeah. lion with the mouse and the the. Yeah, he's just got he's just got fleas. Karen, so that's your action bonus action. That's it. Yep, that is all of it. Idafe, you're up. All right. Um. So I'm between his shoulders, right? Yes. How far up? Like how much further is it to his like face? Uh, I'd say he's a he's a young dragon, so he's not enormous. But if you're between his shoulder blades, you probably need to climb at least five or ten feet up his neck to get to his head. Fair enough. Is there because obviously my sickle is hook shaped? Yeah. Is there anything that I can hook onto? Because he I, has horns. Would I? That's quite far up though. Yeah. Or is it? Given that you have like his shoulders to like place your feet on, you could like get yourself kind of like a swimmer start and like sort of jump forwards and try to grab on. There, there is a risk that you'll fall if you don't roll well. But uh, you could use uh, an athletics or an acrobatics check to try and get up to his head. Mm, they're really not very good. Why? Be better. I thought you'd be great at acrobatics considering you're a rogue. You've got good decks at the very least. Like, I really should have put more into my movement kind of stuff, but I haven't. I've put it all into, like, performance and intimidation. That's fair. Anyway. That's fine. That's like, you live in the city. Like, how often exactly. are you really going to need acrobatics off of a dragon parkour. onto a dragon? Yeah. Idafa, Idafa doesn't go to a parkour gym. They haven't been invented yet. Yeah. He doesn't want to wear those real baggy pants that they wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fashionable enough. Look, your skill set is reasonable considering your background. Yeah. yeah. This this shouldn't be very expected that you'd be doing yeah, this no. very often. Ido's also wearing like skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to rip for sure. Okay. So what is your move that you're going to do? Yeah. None of those are helpful. Okay. You can just hit him from where you are though. You're in a prime yeah. position to attack him. I think I will just do that because I don't want to risk falling off. Cool. Uh, which, so you're going to attack with both your on hand and off hand? Yes, please. Cool. So go ahead and roll me your uh, dagger attack first. Cool. You can pick one of these attacks to have advantage on. Okay. So either your sickle attack or your dagger attack. If I use my dagger attack, is it going to properly embed the dagger into him again? So If it's a high enough hit, then yeah. Okay. But you do have to remove it to attack him with it again. Can I just, instead of making an attack with a dagger, 
just use this chance like because it's still in there right yeah. if i just like jam it in more if you hit it with like maybe you like whack it with your butt of your sickle in your other hand and then just attack with your sickle yeah okay yeah that's fair i will say first attack not going to do any damage but it's going to re-embed itself so that you've got a good handle on the back of him now uh go ahead and make your offhand attack with your sickle okay and you can have advantage with that one if you want to thank you thank god because that was a five (laughs) (laughs) all right come on that's much better. That's a 19, so that becomes a 21. Cool, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll me your sickle damage uh, plus your sneak attack damage. Okay. <laughs> cute bag. Thanks, I made it. Poppy's got a cute little dice bag with little puppy dogs all over it. And she made it. She made it herself. Dogs, everyone? Yes, mm. agreed. Agreed. Good. Yes. Extremely good. All right, so that is, that's 18 damage. That was piercing damage, right? And you've got the piercer feet, so you can re-roll one of those dice. Oh my god, the piercer thing, that's right. Okay, so that adds five to it. So that's 23. 23, Ooh. very nice. He uh, did not like that. I bet he did. Oh, he roars in pain. He's very pissy about that. Almost as though he was bitch. actually a yellow dragon. <laughs> But not a lemon one. <laughs> not a lemon. All right, uh, Idafa, that's your turn. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Frankie, would you prefer to have your turn before or after Fiddle? I'll go after. Okay, cool. Uh, it's Fiddle's turn. Uh, he is going to attempt to, uh, he's going to like back up a little bit so that he's over top of Frankie and Flynn and he's going to try and grab you guys and throw you off the train. So uh, I'm going to roll two grappling attacks. Grapple, a grapple. <laughs> so first one is going to be, okay, just tell me right now, which of the two of you is more to the left and which of the two of you is more to the right? I would be on the left because of the spell that I did. Okay, so you're on the right. Mm-hmm. So because of the chalk in the eye, he's got, he's not going to have advantage on Frankie. He's only going to have advantage on Flynn. So uh, Frankie, does 18 get you? My armor class is 20. Holy moly. Did you forget Mama. about all of the yeah, infusions? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, they're great. So uh, he is going to attempt to grab you. You're going to deflect him with your shield. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. I'd like to imagine that like Frankie doesn't activate it on purpose yeah. like he's just like here and then he's like oh whoops i almost fell and it like like you know, put my arm up and that's when he goes to grab it like <laughs> like it's not on purpose that move i would like to activate the repulsion shield Ooh. what does that do he's got a shield with a little sphere of metal liquid in it <gasps> so there's a little bubble on the shield like a little sphere and when he goes to attack it pops, uh, releasing some liquid metal all over his hand. Yeah, so now that hand is now mani- magnetically repulsed away from your shield. Uh, so he will now have disadvantage on attacks uh, when he's going for you, Frankie. Oh, that's right. um, yes. Flynn, let's see if you are so lucky. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, my friend, that is a natural 20. Oh, I got spiked. You know what? Go ahead and roll me your acrobatics check. Dicks, um, dicks, it has dicks. to be, yeah, it's an acrobatics check. Haven't you made well be ready to use euphoria breath when he gets within five feet of you? After this. After this, okay. <laughs> After I die. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my uh, flash of genius to add plus five to your roll. Awesome. Oh, we can buff each other. We're buff buddies. Oh, oh. Bend your knees or some other advice. Uh. Oh wow! Never mind. Never mind. What was the roll? What was the acrobatics? Role? That's not too bad. Nineteen plus five. 
so I actually did pretty well. Yeah, not bad, uh, but unfortunately not good enough. Ah! Oh! Uh, he is going to pick you up uh, in his claw, and then he's just going to let you go. No! Oh! And Flynn goes flying like off the back of the train, <gasps> bounces off of it, and just falls off the side. It's gone? Uh, like spinning. <laughs> you guys are like miles up in the air with this big, huge, uh, up in the air train track. And Flynn just like bounces off the train and just goes falling off the side of the track. Oh my god! You'll just hear like a humph. <laughs> But but before but before he goes, Welby's got something to say, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna say that uh, Welby did not fall. So Welby's with you guys. He might have jumped over to Frankie. But you're right. Uh. So can you go ahead and let me know what the save is, uh, for you for your breath. You must succeed an eleven wisdom save. Uh. I got eighteen plus zero. So I got uh. I've I he passed. Yeah. He sure. So, so Welby's like. <laughs> I'll say because of the speed that we're moving. Uh. The the little cloud of like get like you know galaxy. <laughs> pop rocks uh, just immediately dispersed <laughs> no. in the wind. How are we gonna get Flynn back? Oh my gosh! Where do I where do I go? <laughs> like, <laughs> where's he gone? <laughs> so am I literally just like you are there? falling miles and miles to the ground below? Cool. Oh. <gasps> uh, that was Fiddlestone. Frankie, you're up. Oh great! <laughs> my whole plan. I should have gone first. I have some regrets. I don't have anything that would help you. I'm sorry. I'll go back again to my plan of trying to attack it with a uh, hot wire. I was gonna say hot shot. Okay, I'm cool. cool. <laughs> uh, okay, let's. He's a lot closer to you now, uh, and I'm gonna say because of what just happened, uh, he's basically focused on. He came real close so that he could grab onto you guys. Uh, you can have advantage on this attack. Okay. I mean, my first roll was 24. Okay, I don't think you need it. Oh uh, yeah, nice. Uh, okay, and let's roll damage. So that is a nine damage plus lightning damage. That is one lightning damage. So 10 damage total? 10 damage total. Okay, I will say because the lightning damage was so low, it doesn't flow through to hit your good, good, party members good, who good. are on him. Um, you like you basically almost have to crouch down with how close his belly is to you at the moment. Okay, cool. It costs your bonus action to use the lightning damage. So is there anything else you want to do with your turn? I don't really have anywhere else to go. You look onto your shoulder and you can see Welby sitting there uncloaked, really angry little eyebrows. And like <laughs> he's flattened himself out so that he's aerodynamic. <laughs> and he looks over at you and he sends you a picture of a sword. He sends you a little sword emoji. Okay. Like he's just saying, yeah. let's fight. He's just yeah, saying, fight. We're yeah. Gonna fight. Yeah, yeah, no, we're going to fight. Frankie <laughs> uses his movement to also get aerodynamic and also be like, okay, very nice. <laughs> so we're both like, <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Flynn. You are like tumbling. Next up in the air. <laughs> the railway that the centipede train travels on is like at least two miles up. It is a it is a like mechanical wonder that they were able to build this huge like big tall <laughs> railway that goes from city level up to the mountain. And you're just falling and you're spinning. You can you can see every time you flip around that the train and the dragon are just getting a little bit further away from you. Do you have any actions that you would like to make? <laughs> Maybe pray to your god. I don't know. But there's no gods left. Oh, yeah. Rip, sorry. So I've got a rope in my bag of holding. Well, it's actually around my waist. I always have it around my waist. Can I... Because oh, I'm tumbling. I'll try it. Can I, like, undo, like, part of the rope and then just be like, 
and then just hook just it like try, try to catch it on something just anything that my magic hand can be like because okay. i'm spinning everything that's yeah i'm gonna say because you're spinning it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uh <laughs> dexterity check with disadvantage either that or i can use freedom of movement and my biting dentures to bite onto a closest tree <laughs> okay the trees are like miles beneath you okay uh, and freedom of movement wouldn't work in this situation okay so i'm gonna try and rope roll me a dexterity check uh with uh disadvantage oh i got a net one i can re-roll hold on fucking seven again what was, <laughs> I, what was I? <laughs> 21 you manage to tie yourself a little lasso uh, and you just fling it up trying to desperately catch onto the onto something onto the tracks onto a like a foot whatever but your rope just isn't long enough <laughs> and as you flip over you just see it gets to the end um and just starts to fall with you <laughs> cool but then you feel a couple of hands underneath your like underneath your arms oh. catching you and you feel a like a warmth coming from someone nearby uh, and you hear someone say your friend Glebel said I might need to catch you Glebels friend that she says it Glebels uh, and you look up and you can see the administrator uh, with her wings <gasps> oh. made of like gorgeous holy light uh, who is flying uh, and has just caught you under the arms oh my gosh. Uh, and she uses her magical flight to like get herself a little speed boost and like smash you guys back up towards the train yeah yay i am so glad to see you i'm sorry i was rude to you ever <laughs> <laughs> you smell nice <laughs> karen you're up i think i'm going to continue climbing up towards idafer okay using you. your hand axes using the hand axes i want to kind of get to where his wings are okay. and slice them off yeah my ultimate goal is to uh, make him unable to fly. Okay, fair enough. Would you like me to just do another, uh, another two attacks just to get up to the wings? If you're doing attacks, you're slower. Yep. If you are not doing attacks, you can make it there in one turn. Okay. I would like to do attacks though. Okay, cool. Roll me two so attack I can rolls. Continue raging. The first one is a twenty-five to hit. Uh, twenty-five hits. It hits with ten slashing damage. The Ooh. second one is a twenty-one to hit. That hits. And it hits with nine slashing damage. Both of those hit. You've made yourself halfway up towards the wings. Nice. Awesome. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? I do ha still have a bonus action available. Not much to do with it, though. No. That's fine. Uh, that is uh, Karen's turn over. Idafa, you are up. Before you start your turn, I'd like you to roll a perception check, please. Okay. That's a natural 20. Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> nice. Ahead of you, you can see the wall of the city approaching. Oh. You are very, very close to like making it over the wall and being over the city. But standing on that wall, waiting for you, you can see four people. You can see four beautiful angels. Beautiful women. Beautiful, pale women. Beautiful women. You, like can not see, my city. you can see the armor and the admiral with their wings made of fire, with fire like spewing out of their mouths and out yeah. of their eyes. Yeah. You can see uh, your good friend, the assassin, with her, you know, with her inky black shadow wings out uh, and her like, you know, that, that uh, black ink armor, that ichor armor that yes. she has. Yes. Uh, and you, you can see the archmage uh, whose, whose wings are made of light uh, as well, like holy light and a, 
the the appearance of a like a something above her head like a like a ring of of light above her head all of them have swords of fire and swords of darkness and swords of light uh and they're all waiting in full combat mode uh ready for the dragon yeah murphy comes through that's my boy yeah do i also notice the other one the one that just helped with a nat 20 yeah with a nat 20 <laughs> you saw the administrator catch flint okay you would guess within probably about 10 seconds at the speed that you're at you'll be over the wall yeah i think karen and i need to get off <laughs> how much further back is she from me like how many feet karen's probably only maybe 10 feet back from you she's she's pretty close like between you then the five foot square in between you would be where his wings are if you go for one wing i'll go for the other try and bring him down before the before the walls I think that's our best kind of plan. Yep. All right. Can I release my dagger from his back and then just fall back enough that I can like absolutely s- snap can. it down back between his wings? Yeah, I would say that that's fine. Uh, you can like pull your dagger out and kind of scooch back a little bit and catch it again. So yeah, you're right next to one of the wings now. Cool. All right. I would like to use. Now I get, I don't know if you call it an attack because I want it to be very specific. I don't want to cut the wing off because I don't think I'm strong enough to do that. But if there's a way that I could like sever, like, I don't know, a tendon. Oh, that's like an animal. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a nature check. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Mm, that's not great. Oh, wait a second. Okay, let's go. Oh, that's a six. <laughs> Oof. You are pretty sure that the bony parts of his wings would be too strong to cut through, but maybe the leather? Actually, yeah, if I could just like shred his, the leather up a bit. wing membranes. Oof. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate watching dragon movies where that happens. All right, yeah, I'm going to, with my dagger stuck between his wings in one hand, with my other hand with a sickle, I'm going to just like shred up, you know, like between the fingers of the wings sort of thing. Would you like to forgo doing any damage to uh, instead try and like cause as much damage as possible? Yeah. Okay, cool. Go ahead and roll me an attack with advantage, but there's not going to be any damage on this. It's just to try and achieve a goal. Yep. Which wing are you going for? Right wing. So, 14 or... Wait, what am I rolling, sorry? Uh, attack with advantage. So okay, you, just you, attack. Yeah, yeah, just whatever your attack is. We're just, we're just going to change out the damage for trying to do uh, like a like a tactic instead. Sweet. Nice. All right, so that's going to be 16. Okay, yeah. Uh, you're going to... You, you managed to get just like a nice clean cut on one of the sections of his wings that's closest to you. Just like sink into the leather and just cut all the way through it. You, it's too early to know whether or not that's going to have a, a solid effect, but you definitely did cut through some of his wings. Wicked, thank you. Cool. Uh, top of the round. Frankie, would you like to go before or after Fiddle? I'm going to go before this time. Okay. What do you, <laughs> would you like to do with your turn? Uh, I really want to do something, but I feel like... He's just going to pass the con save anyway, so it's going to be useless. But you know, I want to. You know, I want to try. I think we should just rule of try. Cole, my darling. Go ahead. So he's still like quite close to where. Frankie yeah, was? you you have to duck down. Like if you reached up, you could touch his belly. Okay, Frankie's going to do that, even though he doesn't have to do this for the spell. But Frankie is going to cast uh, enlarge reduce. Okay. On on him on himself on on the dragon. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. So he is going to smear. He hasn't used the spell before, so yeah. he hasn't perfected the mode of like delivery. So okay. at the moment, it's just like a weird goo that he's <laughs> smearing. That's kind of mixed up with the electrum. Uh, so he's just kind of like on his belly. Okay. What is the saving throw? Saving throw is Constitution. 
Must beat 17. Beat a 17. Okay, according to his stat block, he's got a plus 9 for contest. Yes, I was like, it's probably really good, and he's probably going to... 15 plus 9, 24. Damn it. Oh. I was hoping to reduce him, because also everyone that is... He is carrying would also reduce in size. Uh, oh, <laughs> that is so funny. That would have been so cute. Uh, so the you, you rub Karen. the stuff on him, yeah. and you can see the scales on his tummy start to warp. But then they like, like there's like a little magical glow, and they hold fast. Yes. And you get a feeling that his like natural resistances and maybe yes. his dragon blood were actually pushing back against this. Mm. Frankie's going to take note for science purposes, and maybe animal testing. Very nice. Uh, hey, you know, uh, you know, um, what's a little vivisection between enemies? <laughs> That's right. You know, don't worry about it. Um, it's Fennel's turn. He is going to roll to uh, recharge his flame breath. Oh. Uh, he is successful. Oh, no. uh, and then he is going to, he can, like, he can also see what's coming, uh, what's ahead. Uh, and he is going to, as as you begin to approach the wall, he's going to do a fire breath uh, against the angels on the wall. So I'm going to go and make some dexterity saving throws. He's dumb. Cool. Yeah. So uh, basically a big blast of fire shoots out ahead of you. uh, And what you see is all of the angels uh, essentially like, you know, uh, engulfed by it. But you don't see uh, whether or not it actually had any effect on them. He's got the rest of his turn to go. Uh, he is going to uh, try and use his, uh, like, reach over his back to try and uh, get Idafa. Uh, so. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Great sound effect. Uh, so I'm going to do a melee weapon attack on you. He knows where you are because you're hacking away at his wings. Uh, so I'm going to do a melee attack on you. Just a little, just a little melee. Attack. Oh, that's a natty twenty. I used just your, a little. Oh. I used my reaction to attack him again. He's not moving away from you. He's attacking an adjacent creature. Oh, that's fair enough. Sorry, I forgot that Sentinel does more than that. Woo! Let me finish <laughs> this attack first. Uh, so this is a claw attack. So it's going to be. Uh, 4d6 plus 6 because of the natural 20. Penny did say that she needed lots of d6s. <laughs> uh, that is going to be 9 plus 6. That's going to be a uh, 15 damage, 15 slashing damage. My god. You rolled a lot of ones, huh? Hmm. I did, yeah. Damn. I rolled two ones. <laughs> um, dragons are kind of resistant to fire eye. Yeah. This well, one is. He's a fire dragon. Is. In that case, I'm going to use my reaction to half the damage. Very nice. So that goes down from 15 uh, down to 7. Cool. Thank nice. you. Karen, go ahead and do your attack. You have to use a hand axe. Yep, that's fine. Um, 18 plus 9 to hit, 27 to hit. That hits. Ooh. 11 slashing damage. Very nice. Nice. So she kind of brings one of the hand axes down on his on his hand as he reaches over to slash it at Idafa. Okay, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good hit. I can just imagine um, Karen going, bad! Yeah, <laughs> like, a, like a ruler slap on someone's, yeah. on someone's hand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Naughty. Naughty. Okay, that is Fiddle's turn over. Uh, it is Flynn's turn. Uh, Flynn, you are you are being carried by an angel uh, back up towards the fight. Uh, you are within fifty feet of the fight, but you're not quite back yet. Um, you can do any uh, any ranged attacks that you want to, or you can um, collaborate with the administrator to create a strategy. Okay, cool. So first of all, Flynn is sweating, even though he got caught. He's sweating. <laughs> so poor clammy administrator. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm gonna have a quick chat with her and be like, uh, "I'm like, uh, excuse me, what, what's the what's the plan from here? Are you are you are you able to take me back to the dragon? Are you gonna take me to the train?" 
What are we doing about this big guy? My sisters and I will disable his flight and then we will kill him. Oh, oh. he broke the truce, so he is not to leave. Just, just this one dragon. Broke yes, the just okay. this one dragon. Okay, so you're gonna break his flight and kill him, and then, but what happens to my party members on his back? Well, I mean, I'm not going to kill Karen and Idafa. Okay, cool. Just checking, just checking, just checking. She likes okay. us. I didn't forget who you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that case, can you please drop me off on the train if it's convenient for you? Or I'll just work with you, but I'm going to just cast some magic on myself because uh, I don't want to burn or anything like that. Or fall or, you know. All right, you got Please it. keep catching us. <laughs> uh, so she's going to use her magical flight and get herself a little speed boost uh, heading back towards. So you can cast a spell while you're being carried back. And at the end of your turn, you'll be dropped off next Frankie. Maybe I'm going to do freedom of movement so once I'm on the train I can like easily like walk up and down the train. Okay that that's quite a cool use. What I'm going to say is that you will be unaffected by the wind resistance and the speed or anything like you, you'll be able to easily move around do whatever you want and you'll be able to like anywhere you want to go you won't be affected by the wind. Okay cool I'm going to cast it. So I'm like I believe in the power of your legs. You don't know how this works so it's just like yeah I believe in my feet. Uh, yeah, so you cast this, um, and uh, the administrator is going to like zoom through and drop you off next to Frankie. And as you land, you would expect there to be some like momentum or something because you were moving so fast. You land and you're just good. <laughs> just like a hero land. Yeah. <sighs> next to, and then you like land next to Frankie, who was not expecting to see you. No. Welby's going to put a little like. Uh, you know, hooray, celebration, person with his arms up, into everybody, uh, and the administrator, (laughs) a gold blur at this point, like, shoots (laughs) off and around towards the wall to rejoin her sisters. Um, I'm gonna whisper to Frankie, um, the angels have got our backs! Wait, do I know the angels? Do I know the angels? You can call them whatever you want. Like, the you Wing Sisters have got our back. You've mostly been calling like the A-Team or the A-Sisters. Oh, I've been calling okay. them the A-Team, yeah. From my hero pose, Flynn looks up into Frankie's eyes and he's like, thank you for trying to catch me. The A-Team have got our back and they're going to disable the dragon and then kill him. Uh, Frankie looks down at Flynn, not really paying attention, but he's just like in awe, like his eyes gone, has gone all like sparkly, like, oh, <laughs> you're alive and you're a hero again. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Karen, you're up. Karen throws down the hand axes and they just kind of disappear into nothing. And then as she brings her hands back up, the great axe appears in them and she's going to swing it recklessly, wildly, at Pharaoh's left wing twice. She's going to try and go down through the leather and then come back up through the leather to try and get two big slashes is in that his the wing. S- is that the same wing that uh, Ida for attacked? Or no, the other different one? one. Okay, cool. Roll me two attack rolls. The same idea as what we did with Idafa. If you just want to tear the leather, you can forego the damage. But if you want to do the attacks with the damage, it'll be a little bit less in terms of tactic. Yeah, that's fine. I'm attacking recklessly, so I've got advantage anyway. Cool, go ahead. First attack. 26 to hit. That hits. That is a 14 slashing damage. Cool. Are you using your bonus action to uh, use the uh, Timbrook Great Axe? Yeah, that's 1d6 cold damage, isn't it? Frost, yeah. frost damage. Yeah, I'll use that on this attack. Six frost damage. Okay. And the second attack, so that one goes down through his wing. And then she reverses the movement, coming back up through the wing. That is 23 to hit. 
23 hits. Wonderful. That is 20 slashing damage for that one. Holy moly. That's okay to get excited about that. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. You've put some holes in his wings. It's not quite as, like, effective as Mm. what Idafu was doing, but Mm. there's definitely some, uh, definitely some uh, little tears in there that you've, that you've put through with that, with those axe slashes of yours. Is she allowed to scream a word? Why not? She screams, land! Just at Ferdo. Roll me an intimidation check. Oh, not great. Um, I, I'm going to assume that the wind is taking her voice away. Uh, it's a 17 for intimidation. 17 is pretty good still. Yeah, but I have a plus 8. Okay, so. I see. <laughs> Let me roll to see what to see what he thinks of that. There's a shudder from Ferdo uh, as you shout this. Uh, you see his little ear like turn a little bit. Mm. And he does slow down a little bit. You're not sure if it's because of the damage or because of like the whole effort that you're putting in, but it does definitely slow down. (laughs) Kia ora, Penny here. Just some quick announcements and then we'll get back to the fight. After the next episode, which by the way is episode 50, no big deal, JBPC is going on break until September. I'll be working on the Yisan charity stream in an attempt to raise $20,000 for the Cancer Society, which will go live during the last weekend of August. But in the meantime, keep an eye on our socials and we'll be back for the final stretch of arcs for the story in just a few months. Thank you very much to our patrons over on Patreon for their donations. James Courtright, Samsara, Waffles Loves You and is hoping you have a good day. Claire McDonald, Jules Bergesser, Violet, Shobna Lee, Alex Moore, Lyndon Hood, Jesse Wesson, Disturbed1NZ, Andrew Evans, Luna Chris and William Evans. It's so nice of you to keep supporting the show and we all really appreciate it. Your donations will go towards making sure the Yes and Charity stream is at the top of what it can be in a couple of months. If you're curious about our bonus content or you'd like to become a supporter of the Terrible Adventures of the Janice and Breffitt's Parchment Company, go check out patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast to become a supporter for just a couple of bucks a month. Music credits, thanks to Telecasted for Big River, Quinsas Moriata for Boom Bap Flick, Quan for Electro Fight, Nefix for Go Down Swinging parentheses instrumental, Track Tribe for High Noon, Mini Vandals for In Five Straight Rows, Asher Falero for Kiss the Heavens, French Fuse for Press Fuse, Half Dot Cool for Sharp Edges, Nathan Moore for Teasing the King, and Anno Domini Beats for Warzone. As always, our social media pages are facebook.com slash Podcast and at jbpcpodcast on Twitter. Keep an eye on the Kiwi RPG hashtag for all sorts of things that Kiwi creators just like us are doing with their projects. Also, if you're a Kiwi RPG creator, whether that's making a game, making a show, or something else, come and join Kimu Fakato o Aotearoa, the Kiwi RPG Discord server, to find a great community of game designers, podcasters, and streamers. Our next episode, Smoko 7, will be up in two weeks on July 2nd, and that's our last one for a few months. Hopefully, it'll be a banger. Uh, it will be. It will be a banger, because I made it. That's all from me. Let's get back to it. Idafer, you're up. This is the last turn before we're going to get to the wall. You keep saying that we're miles above the ground. Are we still? Yeah, the walls are huge. Okay. The walls around Yumea City are like really high. I think I'm just going to do the same as last time. Like I can see that Karen's trying to slash the other wing. So I'm like, okay, she knows what she's doing. We're just going to keep doing this. And just fingers crossed that has some sort of effect. But then also I know the the sisters are there. So I'm like, eh. Roll me an attack roll with advantage. Word. Mm. 
Assuming that you're doing the same thing, keeping your dagger mm-hmm. embedded and just attacking with your offhand? Correct. Cool, go ahead. Man, neither of those were great. Okay, well, that's 12. Uh, okay, so with a 12, that doesn't hit. Uh, but what you do is you uh, you go for the slash and you sort of hit the same place that you already hit. Uh, and you must have hit a nerve or something, like even Ooh. though you didn't like do any damage to him because he's like a twinge in his wing uh, and it sort of like crumples a little bit <gasps> and everything starts slowing down. Uh, you definitely didn't do any damage to him, but you hit something. Uh, and the... The, the, the train below you starts slowing down and Fedor uh, starts descending uh, and he comes down and he comes down and he like just smashes into the top of the wall uh, at the speed that oh. he's going at. Can Karen and Idafa please roll me either uh, athletics or acrobatics checks to try and recover from this crash? Okay. Do you think at this, at this angle that he's at, he's going to go over the wall or is he going to end up on this on the outside of Ymir city walls he's probably going to end up on top of the wall okay there's like okay. A, there's like enough space up there you remember the the busing say walls yeah yeah mm. it's kind of yeah. a bit like that oh nice i don't got a 12 for acrobatics okay can you roll 2d6 falling damage yes i'm going to use my barbarian feature to gain advantage on strength checks and saves yeah fair enough oh god uh karen rolled a 19 yeah, so you're able to recover pretty well. Cool. Uh, you don't take any falling damage as you sort of use him as almost like a surfboard to, to <laughs> hit and then kind of run backwards <laughs> off of him and land on the wall. So you sort of cancelled out the movement. Um, Idafa, how much falling damage did you take? Um, eight. So not too bad. Yeah, you take uh, eight falling damage and you actually get thrown off the front of him. <gasps> uh, and you hit the the thing that hit that makes you hurt is you hit the edge of the wall, like the, oh. the, the barrier, <gasps> and you go over it. And you're about to fall miles down onto the city when you feel a, a cold hand grab you by the ankle. Uh, and you turn around and you can see that the uh, assassin has uh, <laughs> has caught you. And she looks at you and she says, don't make a pattern out of this. Uh, and she's going to pull you back up onto the wall. <laughs> Blush. Ida rather likes her saving his life. A little bit. I'm just mm, Her whole job is killing people, so she must have hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if I want to like grovel or like pretend that I'm still in pain or roll for it. <laughs> okay, yeah, well actually. What are you gonna do? So if it's an odd number that I roll, I'm gonna like grab onto her legs and grovel and be like, oh, thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> if it's even, I'm gonna shake it off and be like, oh, there's no biggie, thanks for that. Yeah, play it, play it, cool. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. That's a one. (laughs) (laughs) So Ido, yeah, Ido's just, he's in a state of shock. Mm. Like, he can't keep himself together in this situation. She's quite tall, like, like, like extra tall. She's leggy, 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 leggy. Leggy, leggy, I imagine they're, like, tall as, like, and, like, pretty as, like, uh, the Brynn of Tarth kind of actress. What's her name? I don't know. Uh, I know who you're talking about, the Game of Thrones lady. Oh my god, I love her. So, the assassin's quite a bit more delicate. She's quite, like, when she was playing, like, a hot French lady, everybody just (laughs) bought it, so... Oh, I imagine she looks exactly like Bayonetta. Oh my god, it's Bayonetta. At the moment she does, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Step on me. Um... But yeah, so like I, I grab her legs um, on my knees. I'm just like, thank you so much. She's going to kick you off. She just like, th- she just like off kicks the wall her leg. Or? No, no. She just like kicks you off of her and like grabs you by the scruff of your neck and just pulls you up so that you're standing. And then she's just going to like, 
give you a look that says shut the fuck up and kill this dragon with me <laughs> okay whatever you say <laughs> okay mommy that is the end of the round i am now going to roll the a sisters into initiative yay oh, on our side <laughs> turns out they're no. just going to take one single initiative and they're going to go first mm. yay so I'm not rolling five different people into initiative. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fair. That's better, yeah. They are going to do a combo attack where the five of them, uh, all with their wings out, are going to fly at high speed. Um, and because you guys already started the job of uh, attacking the wings, they're going to have advantage on trying to slice off Fedor's wings. Nice. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I want to kill this dragon now. I do. No, I do. He was kind of a dick. He was quite young. 22 to hit. Uh, and you could, all you can see in this moment is these like streaks of color. There's uh, or- there's two orange streaks of color, two yellow streaks of color, and one like dark black purple streak of color that just like draw lines. Fedor like screams in pain oh. as both of his wings are completely severed from his body, uh, and he is uh, now unable to fly. He's stuck up here. He can always polymorph to be like a slug or a caterpillar or something. <laughs> You don't know that, can he? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, where did that information come from? <laughs> yeah. Do you have the polymorph spell? No, mm. I want it. Frankie, would you like to go before or after Fiddle? I'll go after. Uh, Fiddle is going to roll to recharge his fire breath. Uh, he is going to uh, take a huge... Like, all of you guys together are all gathered... Uh, now, because the the train the train has like slowed down to a stop, and so Flynn and Frankie were able to hop off the train down onto the wall, uh, and the four of you and the five angel sisters are standing there, like all you know, uh, action poses, weapons drawn, ready to go against this big wingless dragon. Uh, he's gonna breathe in, and you can see the fire like in his mouth as he's re- getting ready to exhale. But as he exhales, it just fizzles, um, and you remember the, what. Uh, you were told about the weave not being able to sustain an enormous magical creature like Fedor. The reason that they took human form was because that was the only way they could survive with the weave being damaged. Any of you who are magically inclined, uh, you you see this fire uh, breath go off and it like, it should go. Like you saw the fire in his mouth, but it sort of fizzles out. uh, And you realize that like, oh, this is actually what they would be dealing with if they were all still in dragon form. Yes. Uh, for the remainder of his turn, he's going to do a tail sweep. So can I get everybody to roll dexterity saving throws? Ooh. Just give me a heads up if you got bef- uh, over or below 15. Over. Yeah, over, you pass. Uh, Karen got under. Frankie got over. Under. Okay, if you got over, uh, you can take four slashing damage. If you got under, you can take eight slashing damage as the as his like scaly spiky tail just like cuts into you. Ouch. Just quickly, I have a thing. It's like, um, when you would make a deck save for half damage, you take no damage if you pass or half damage if you do not. Yeah, so what did you pass or not? I didn't. You, did, you didn't pass, so you take four then instead of four. eight. Four, okay, sweet. Can I do my um, cutting words as a reactive? Uh, can you tell me what Cutting Words does? Because I think Cutting Words would decrease my rolls, and because you guys made a roll, not me, I don't think that would work. Because it's a saving throw. If it was an attack roll, uh, then you could use Cutting Words to get my rolls down, but I didn't make a roll. Roll me a insight check, everybody. Karen rolled a natural 20 on insight. Nice. Frankie rolled a not natural 20 nice. on insight. I rolled a natural one and then re-rolled and then got a not natural 20. Okay. And I got... <laughs> okay, Adiva, you're a bit distracted by all I'm the pretty, pretty sparkly women around. Yeah. Um, the rest of you, 
you're watching uh, Fedor's reaction to his fire breath not going off, uh, and he's scared. He actually has gone from being like this hungry, aggressive, thinks he's the most powerful being on the entire plane, uh, to now realizing that no, he's not, and he's actually effed. Mm, he sure is. That's such a like coming of age story for the dragon, right? Frankie, you're up. Cool. Frankie is going to cast, hopefully, one last spell. He's uh, going to cast Milf's acid. Oh, Milf's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the angels. You know what? Yeah, now I'm going to call it Milf's. <laughs> so he's going to cast acid arrow. Okay. Uh, and he's going to actually do the whole cool like bow arrow because okay. that's, that's how he has to cast it. And I have one more third level slot. So I'm going to cast that third level. Okay. So I need to make a ranged spell attack against the target. Go ahead. That is 11. You can have advantage. You can just lie if you want to, Steph. It's okay. <laughs> please please don't. Uh, unlike Penny, I don't like to lie when I play D&D. <laughs> That's a good player. I should have lied. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 14. I'd like to imagine like I'm being all cool and like I'm hitting it. And then I like just look up and I notice like Ido like groveling to the assassin. I'm like, ugh. And that just... <laughs> Gross! <laughs> Frankie, you don't hit Fiddle, but something in you kind of doesn't want to. Uh, you shoot your acid arrow, and instead of hitting him in the body, it hits the like rock floor uh, around him and starts melting like a little hole around so that he can't like go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He can't walk, to, he can't walk toward you. Yes, that's what Frankie was planning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flynn, you're up. Flynn was going to cast inspo, but I don't think we need it. So he does not. Once, once he saw the fear in the dragon's eyes, he was like, okay, it's down. The city's safe. The sisters are here. We've done our best. He's just going to hold his laughing blade at the ready, but not take any action. Well, okay, so you're going to ready an attack. What is the what, what will cause you to use your attack if you if you want to? If if um, Fido tries to like mortally wound one of my colleagues. Okay, cool. That's fair. Nothing else to do with your turn? I'm just going to get Welby, Welby back. Okay. <laughs> just you you scoop Welby back off of, uh, off of Frankie's shoulder. Yeah, and be like, um, thank you. And Welby is like very heckles up yeah uh bearing his tiny little teeth at he's trying to make himself really big but he's still like he's still like this big how <laughs> far away am i from fedo 20 feet i'm not gonna move but welby is still gonna cast your fur breath at him and be like <laughs> okay so welby's gonna do like a warning shot of you before your breath yeah which only goes five feet in front of him but yeah. like the little cloud of galaxy <laughs> breath sparkle, does sparkle, sparkle everywhere <laughs> all over you uh yeah karen you're up how far away from Fedor was Karen? She managed maybe to 20 land. Yeah, maybe twenty feet. Okay. Um, you'd have to now jump over a little, um, a little hole in the floor that Frankie made with his <laughs> acid arrow to, yep. if you wanted to like reach him. Okay. Um, yeah, Karen will use her movement to kind of get up next to Fedor's head, and she is. Oh, how am I going to do this? Hey, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to use my persuasion. I think would probably be the right one to get him to give up, essentially. I want to convince him to surrender. Okay, what do you say to him? She, Karen reaches her hands up to Fedo as she gets closer to his head and she says, I'm sorry. It's going to be okay. You can c come down here. It's time to surrender. Roll me a persuasion check. Can I assist? No. 
should have cast inspiration. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a 19. Uh, He bears his teeth at you in response, uh, but he is shaking a bit and you think that maybe he heard you. Like he definitely did not plan this when mm-hmm. he decided to drop his guys and he just thought he was going to land and start eating everyone and it was going to be great. He sure did. Yeah. Anything else you want to do with your turn? I'm going to try and touch his snout. Oh. <laughs> you would need to leap over the, the hole in the floor to do yep. that? Yeah. I'm getting right up to his head. Okay. And I'm just going to try and like, you know, like a horse. Okay. Like a horse. <laughs> Okay, what I'll give you for your role is that he doesn't immediately try to bite your hand off. That's fair. Idafer. Where's Riki? Up on the train. Okay. <laughs> Am I near any other sisters? Yeah, you're, you're like amongst them. Aside from Karen, who's walked forward, you guys are kind of all bunched up together in a sort of big group along this, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a long wall. So one side is Fedor and the other side is all of you kind of facing him. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go to the nearest sister who would be... You choose. They're all, they're all fairly close. I'll say the assassin because she seems the most capable of doing this i'm just gonna be like quite i don't want this to be heard by um fiddle of course okay. but i'm just gonna be like just make it painless uh roll me a persuasion check you made him too likable <laughs> i know right <laughs> but he was like i'm gonna go eat the whole city i don't know i'm a little bit like he's eh. evil yeah he could die you told us about the fear in his eyes yeah because <laughs> you guys are scary thanks uh i rolled a 14 she looks like she's got like her eyebrows say to you that she didn't like that. She likes killing people and causing yes. them pain. Yes. Uh, but as a response, she puts her hands up like, all right, fine. I won't do it then. Whatever. <laughs> you kind of suck, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's my turn. Uh, next up is the A sisters. The four of them uh, look amongst themselves uh, and then using their like super flight powers, uh, they're going to, uh, one each of them is going to boost up the armor just a little bit at a time. So she just gets a little bit higher every time one of them boosts her. And she's going to take her halberd uh, and she's going to do like a big like multi flip over towards you. Uh, Karen, you might have to get out of the way of this because she's coming down. No, Karen's going to stay there. Oh my God. Okay. Should be going for the neck though, right? The armor's wings and uh, like angel style is the fire type. Uh, which is again it's like a holy fire not Mm. like fire element fire Um, but she starts to fall while flipping and she's going to bring that huge halberd blade down Uh, and I'm just going to roll an attack roll just because you know we're still playing a game here (laughs) oh shit that's a net 20 (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so she's going to attack with her halberd Uh, yeah she's going to come down and she's going to just completely decapitate her, her halberd blade just comes straight through the neck uh, and she's going to decapitate uh, Fiddle and Karen you're looking into his eyes as the life just oh like gosh. leaves yeah the, leaves his eyes. Yeah. but and I the, think that was nice and the head just slumps uh, lifelessly to the floor alright well I guess that's that done good job good, jo- good job team that was hard but we did it together and thank you for your heart girls and everyone's like, girls, girls. And they're thank just like, excuse me. Hey, team. <laughs> Thanks, girls. And they're like, you're Thanks, welcome. sugar tits. <laughs> 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 Give oh, her a no. swift slap on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
What you see is one at a time, the angels each transform back into their mortal forms and they each kind of shudder a little bit as their flames and their light and their like inky darkness goes like back into their backs and the, you know, fire stops spilling out of their, of their mouths. And they, they all kind of like sort of readjust themselves. Uh, and you see uh, the administrator and the armor both look up to the train and Riki like waves down uh, and the uh, the armor uh, starts walking over towards the train mm. as the administrator uh, walks up to the four of, of you. And uh, she's going to say to you, Flynn, so <laughs> I assume you saw Peridot then. Ah, yeah, yes. Yep. Yes. And thank you. Thank you so much for the catch. You're welcome. Your uh, Your friend said that you might need some help. Strange fellow. Yes, very useful. Very useful. Mm, he's not been on our radar before. Ah, really? Sorry, this is out of game. I'm surprised. <laughs> We're talking about Glebels, right? No. Oh, uh, Glebels. Yeah, oh, yeah Glebels. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's very vital to the away team's success, actually, as a conduit. We'd appreciate it if he stayed off your radar as much as possible. Hmm. Fair enough. He did in his way. Just save the city from, and she looks back over towards the red dragon and looks back over and you, like what you can see is the armor is now walking back over uh, and the uh, buttercup is now like making a complicated like turnaround. She's like running, she's like (laughs) corkscrewing around the track and herself, her Mm. own body to turn around. Uh, And Ricky kind of waves down and he's like, you guys come back and visit me sometime. Legally, I'm not allowed to be here. So... (laughs) It was cool to meet you all. Thank you for your help. Bye. Bye, Bye Buttercup. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he does give Buttercup like a nice pat. As uh, no, nowhere near the speed that you guys were traveling at to get yeah. here, uh, Buttercup manages to like head back on the tracks back up towards uh, oh, Tarago Nook. Good girl. To, to the administrator, um, Flynn's like, we do well as a team, but we appreciate you finishing off, you know, because... We're efficient, but we we're not. Uh, we have empathy. Oof. <laughs> we're, not, we're not used to uh, always having to completely annihilate something. No, we, we're pretty used to it. We just we. Well, we don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like having to kill something that. Could I think be we just saw the humanity or, in them. Yeah. 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 While you're talking about this, you watch as the uh, admiral is basically directing a bunch of warforged guards to take to like cart the corpse away. Uh, they're obviously going to take it, uh, take his body somewhere. Oh, can I have bits of him? You may not. <sighs> okay. Can I have some spells? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the sisters are like all really like, this was like an assault on their city. Uh, and they're all like, she's just going to ignore you as I'm going to ignore you. Because there's a time and a place, Nate. Time and a place. Listen. I got this listen, cool pen. This. Listen. <laughs> Fill my pen. <laughs> Frankie is a university student now. I'm sure that there's going to be a dragon getting studied at the university. And with his personal connections to the Archmage, he might be able to get his hands on some blood or something. So (laughs) the administrator is going to pull a little envelope out of her, you know, out of her dress. Bosom. uh, Yeah, out of her bosom, sure. Uh, And she says, "Um, I just, I have one more thing for you. And she hands it over. Uh, it's, a, it's got a little wax seal on it that matches the imperial seal uh, that you all carry. Just whoever wants to take it. I'll take it. Sure. Do you open it? 
It is a official request from Silver, uh, a request for the four of you to do him the very official favor of joining him at the palace for dinner. Nice. Junior or senior? Oh, yeah, that's important. I, I thought it was junior. Uh, from the handwriting, it's probably junior. <laughs> <laughs> Then definitely yes. Definitely. <laughs> we, were, we were like, senior? No. no. Senior, I mean, I'd accept, but I wouldn't be happy about it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's later the same day. <laughs> You're all at the Imperial Palace, uh, and everybody is eating an awkward dinner. All five holy servants, the party, uh, Sil- the boy Silver, and the Emperor Timinius. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god, he is here. <laughs> uh, who's also present, but has not said one word. Like, he hasn't acknowledged He's you He's here physically, but not spiritually. <laughs> Silver's really upbeat and excited. Uh, and he's like asking you like millions of questions. He's like, oh my God, did you guys really go all the way? Did you guys walk all the way up to the town of the dragons? Yeah, pretty much. You've got to oh be God, you've got yeah, to be strong did. if you're going to be a hero, Silver. Are yep. they like scary when you get there? Or? No, they're really nice, actually. They have really cool hair, actually. I think that's my favorite part. Most of them were very, very, very nice. Mm. Wow. And you notice that the armor who's like sitting next to him is pretending not to be interested but she's like leaning forwards and forgetting to eat and at one point she's like what do you mean different hair <laughs> oh i mean and then she just goes back to pretending to be stoic but she's like Aww. really interested as well you know silver it would probably be a good idea for you to have a diplomatic meeting at tarago nook sometime maybe you could take the armor with you that's a great idea Army, could you put that on my agenda? <laughs> and, and she like looks at him really confused, but then just kind of shrugs and just pulls out a little notepad and writes it down. It's probably the very first item on her agenda that did not exist before this. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Admiral is uh, talking to you, Frankie. And she's like, so you're telling me that there was an agent of Toth mm-hmm. who was following you around yes. and taking notes on you. Oh, that's right. Yes. Blackguard. And you did nothing about it. I mean, I did, but... Giving him suggestions on what to write, also. <laughs> I helped him. I imagine Frankie doing the exact same thing. like, oh, I mean. <laughs> and where is he now? Did Flynn, did Flynn hear this? Wait, where is he? Yeah, he he anyone, anyone can. He flew off. off the back of the caterpillar thing. That's right. He's somewhere below Tarago Nook. He's probably dead, in all honesty. As long as his information doesn't make it back to Unity, we should be fine, but... If there's agents of Toth, like this is this is another kingdom who is trying to spy on us and you sort of just let him, so... In our defense, the last time we had an agent of Toth try and come and get information out of us, it turned out to be your sister. The assassin's got her mouth full of like turkey or whatever. She's like, oh, I did a great job, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it shouldn't exactly be a surprise that mm. we didn't know whether to trust him or not. Also, he was very incompetent, so it's fine. Yeah, he was not... I, I want to say he wasn't a good spy. I'm pretty sure we got rid of all of his notes. Like, didn't we give it, to, or give them away or tell him to get rid of them? We did give them to Ameth at some That's point. That's yeah. But it, that was only to do with the what was going on. At Trago, no, he didn't take all of the notes. Yeah, I feel like that's the most important we, part. Because we negotiated for him to not take all of it. We did. He didn't even know my real name. And also, to be fair, Frankie filled him, like, you bogged him down he with the details. Yes, I, I used him, him as, as 
also like my personal journal. Yeah, I your sounding s- board. Yeah. I did see six pages of your favorite sandwiches. Who cares about this? Tell me about the train fight. Like Silver's just like, interrupting. <laughs> we didn't fight a train. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs at that. He loves it. His he name is Charles. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the train fight. You guys, that was amazing. Well, um, Pretty much a dragon fucked around and then he found out. Wow. I'm going to remember that and use it yes. all the time. Definitely <laughs> use that language all the time. You go to school, right? Tell your friends. I have to say, I, I have never flown so fast in my life slash fallen so fast in my life. Mm. And uh, it mm. was mm. an experience that... That's going to be so cool. Did you fuck around and find out? And okay. the, administra- the administrator's <laughs> like, excuse me, Silver. <laughs> Frankie just looks down and, and cuts his points meat. at him and says... Your lack of decorum will stop now. And and we Silver's all just, like, like look down and like, you know, like, scratch, scratch, scratch on our plates. Say, like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like, oh, and she goes, this is no way for an emperor to behave. Isn't that right, Lord Timinius? And he's like, yeah, don't fuck around. <laughs> and Silver at this point has got so excited that he's like jumped up on the table. Oh my gosh. Uh, when, when, you know, when he's getting really into the whole idea Aww. about the fight and like he was getting really excited. And the emperor just like, tidily dabs his mouth with a towel and just looks up at his son expectantly saying nothing and there's a beat of silence as silver standing on the table locks eyes with his father and then he looks around and stomps on the edge of a bowl that's holding dinner rolls and they all fly up in the air. And he <laughs> Just as I was reaching for one. And he catches one. Yeah, yeah, like they're, they're gone now. I <laughs> he catches a dinner roll in his hand and he considers it and he says, the only one around here with no decorum is you, Minnie. <gasps> and then he throws the roll at his father's head. <gasps> and in slow motion, Silver! everybody gasps as the bread roll hurdles towards the ruler of Ymirsa <gasps> and passes right through his forehead, landing behind oh, yeah, him with a, a dull thud. Oh. Remember when I said he was <gasps> there physically? You uh, called it, you called it, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even there physically. Yeah, barely. <laughs> and Silver, like, wipes his hands on his tunic and looks over at the administrator and says, there, now they know you can stop parading this jerk in front of me. And Minnie's like, even paler than usual she's like completely stone-faced wide-eyed like full like paused not knowing what to do panic mode dinner and a shell we all witnessed that didn't we yeah i was eating he's like good shot (laughs) (laughs) what's happened to the emperor the administrator like waves your hand and this illusion of him just like fizzles out and disappears and she looks up at the boy on the table and says Silver, honey, we're just trying to protect you. And Silver, like, de- delicately hops down from the table, like, the the, the, uh, the armor, like, helps him down. <laughs> um, and he wipes a little che- tear away Aww. from his cheek, and he says, Demi was the only one who actually protected me. You just keep me a secret because I'm all you have. <gasps> Administrator, Ooh. what's happened to the Emperor? She looks at you, and then she looks back at Silver, and Silver like looks guiltily at the four of you, and he's like, "I'm sorry, you guys. I just wanted you guys to think I was cool. I thought you might be able to." Silver. It doesn't matter. Go to bed. What's happened to your dad? Uh, and Silver like does he doesn't respond. He's just gonna let the administrator deal with it. 
and he sadly like collects this full punch bowl of trifle. <laughs> Yum, I love trifle. <laughs> and he like struggles to carry it out of the room, like back towards oh. the stairs. And the armor like rises and goes with him and just like picks up the bowl in one hand <laughs> and just puts a hand on his shoulder as as silver like full crying now. It just oh. walks out of the room. Frankie's just like trying to eat this <laughs> idea. <laughs> this, this is weird. Like this isn't <laughs> eating drama. Karen, your question hangs in the room as one by one the other sisters rise and go to leave. Oh. And the assassin says to you, Idafa, keep your mouth shut or I'll kill you. Just <laughs> I'll enjoy it too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she like winks at you. And the archmage just like takes a bottle of wine and just like whatever and, and leaves and the admiral like eyes you all like strongly and then just deflates and she she balls up her napkin and just throws it in the administrator's dinner oh. and says this was your big idea you tell them and she uh leaves as well until the administrator is left alone with you all and she's just doing nothing to stop the tears that are running down her face she's crying what oh. She looks over at you, Karen, uh, and she says, the Emperor Timenius was murdered two years ago. <gasps> oh, two, two years? In a fit of paranoia, he murdered his wife. <gasps> oh, my lord. And he was going to kill Silver, but the academic intervened. The academic? The academic. Demi. She was like a real mother to Silver. Oh my God. She adored teaching him, and he actually listened to her in a way that no ear ever had. She always tucked him in at night, and she told him stories of heroes, and she was his favorite. And so, when the Emperor went into his fit of rage and tried to kill Silver, Demi intervened and killed him instead, and she took glee in it. <clears throat> She smiled and laughed as he died, and she taunted him. Okay. She betrayed her holy purpose. And what did you do with her? The only thing I could do. We banished her. No. She's, she was a traitor. She went against the one thing that she lives for, and so we sent her away. We couldn't risk anyone finding out what happened. Silver is a boy. He's too vulnerable a target for assassination. And so, if he was killed, the Imperial line would end, and we would have nothing. So, we staged a funeral for the Empress. And you all went to that funeral. It was like a couple of years ago, mm. and you were all there, yeah, and the true. Emperor was there too. Yeah. And we, the Emperor started making less public appearances. We would just conjure him where we needed him to be there. And then, we've never had no leader before. Silver was 11, and so we kept him in the palace, and we sent everybody else away so that nobody could, could get him, and we had no direction. I'm not a leader. There's, someone has always told me what to do, and so we did our best, but she like looks at the doors where her sister's left, and she says, but we're all falling apart, and we sort of just thought, okay, we'll wait till Silver is 13, and and then he can be the emperor, but he's still he's still a child, and he's still so vulnerable. And he now we told him that when he was thirteen that he could be the emperor, and that was a mistake. He's just a boy, and if we put him up on that throne, 
he'll be dead within a year. The academic would have known what to do. But, but also, you can't have a ruler that, that doesn't know their world, right? Yes. So you've got to find the balance. That's right. Where did you send Demi? Out of Ymirsa. She's gone. We told her if she came back that she would be killed, but I was emotional at the time. Do you think we could find her? I honestly have no idea, maybe. But the, the more important thing is, is that we have no emperor... And we've just kept everything on the rails for a couple of years while we try to figure out what to do. But we're all supposed to listen to the Emperor. And with no Emperor, each of my sisters are crumbling. Everything's crumbling. That's a very uh, tough position to be in, secretly. How do we remove you from this bond? It's tearing you apart. It's going to kill you. It's going to kill you before Silver's able to take the throne. If that boy can make it to adulthood, then I will die for my purpose. You shouldn't have to. There should be another way. But what is it? I don't know yet. But we'll, we'll find one. We'll find one. You're not alone. But now you know. Now it's going to come out and everything that we've done to protect that boy... And she looks over at the table of half-finished food, and each of you, she looks at you, Frankie, and you're still kind of eating because you were really hungry. <laughs> yes, Frankie is just awkwardly like, is this a good time to take a bite potato yeah. salad? She looks over at you, Idafer, and you're still sort of like intimidated slash distracted by the assassin, and you're kind of checking each of the shadows to see if maybe she's still here and watching you. <laughs> and she looks over at you, the two of you, who are like really trying to help. And she's always so composed, like yeah. down to her hair and her the way that she dresses. And at the moment, she's like a little bit splattered with food, and <laughs> from when when Silver made his mess, and she's crying, and some of her hair is like started to come out of her, you know, tight bun. And she looks over at all of you, and down the table of half-eaten food, and she says, "I wanted so badly to protect him, and this was the only way that I knew how to do it." How did I become the bad guy? I mean, he's, he's becoming a teenager. It's bound to happen, right? Awkward, awkward period of youth. If I know anything about parenting teenagers, it's that sometimes they hate their parents, but it doesn't mean you're not doing the right thing. And it doesn't mean that you're the bad guy. It just means that you're being a parent. Sometimes being a good parent means you have to make the difficult decisions uh, and even though it, he might not realize it now he'll look back and thank you for what you did because you are making quite a significant sacrifice here but it's for the best and eventually he'll realize that that's really insightful Frankie he says with a mouthful of potato salad <laughs> Otto just says yikes <laughs> <laughs> the administrator like looks over at all of you and she's lost hope like now that someone found out but but she still took a little bit of um she took a little bit of strength from what three of the four of you had to say <laughs> flynn kind of like looks around the table and he's like what well, I, I, I can't really speak for these folks but i mean we, we deal with confidential contracts all the time right we do magic 
and stuff and we need protection so we're not likely to be like hey let's tell the daily chronicle or the nearest loud newspaper of, of our city the new mere times You've got to do something about those loud newspapers i know just it's loud the, newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> Hear ye, the hear media. Well, they're just gossip rags anyway. Don't worry about them. Well, they're, they're good for like cleaning windows. Um, my friend tells. Uh, anyway, Actually, yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, <laughs> newspaper and vinegar—it's great. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. While you're all talking, she <laughs> takes her little napkin out of you know it's tucked up in her little uh, in, in her neck, and she delicately folds it for no other reason than that's just how she knows how to be. Mm. And she puts it down next to her food, and she takes a look at the the goblet that she was drinking with considering it for a minute but decides against it uh and she gets up and says um you can all see yourselves out once you've finished eating i'm i'm horribly sorry to add this to your plates as well <laughs> i mean now there's not a giant dragon attacking our houses so she she leaves she, oh okay she gets up and she <laughs> in um, the middle of Flynn saying that yeah. he's like uh, uh, um, uh, and Ida just like grabs more food yeah <laughs> he's still hungry man like yeah. growing boy so what, like, is the, what yeah. does the party do now I think Eat. yeah I think we should sit here for a while process that have a bit of food um, because we are in the palace and we do have royal royal food. Hell yeah. Frankie's I'm, on the second plate. Already. Yeah, I'm going to get like a, a doggy bag and take some home to my parents. <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> they um, deserve it. Well, I wasn't expecting that to happen this afternoon over dinner. I mean, can I be honest? It's nice to know that the real like impersonal emperor that how he treated his son wasn't actually real because that was very hard to sit by and watch each time. Well, like the birthday party? He, he probably well, he tried to still. kill him, so eh, probably still a dick. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. I'm not pleased to learn that our emperor that we're supposed to put our trust in tried to kill his own son and successfully killed his own wife. God, they told us it was a sickness. Oh. Well, sickness of power, because power does corrupt. We should have known it was a joke when it was called the polka dot sickness. <gasps> That is true, and now can that was such a that was such a strange rumor. I don't those gossip rags that pick that up. The polka dot sickness. Ooh, but it's it only affects rich people, so watch out. I should have known that wasn't true. Oh, I'm so gullible. We went to a summer vacation because of that because we didn't want to catch it. I remember that happening. Oh my god. Frank and I just like we're poor, man. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> He's like polka dot sickness. Yeah, what? <laughs> well, they did say it only affected the wealthy, so you know uh, yeah, you fair. can understand why we were worried. Uh, but <laughs> can, can I just say, like, do we do we want like a boy emperor? Like, do we want to ha- support and help? this institution or do something different or be in the away team or i mean silver's lovely but he's only a child Mm. and i don't want to put all of that on him it's bad enough up in the hives with our with our kids we really don't need that kind of stuff down here in numia city we i think we shouldn't that decision's not for us to make yeah i would agree with frankie on that one this is this is for silver that's true to decide at the end of the day all i care about is that my friends and my family are safe you are right yeah i don't know the atm is so powerful i mean they just look what they did in like three seconds of time yeah so they obviously can kind of protect them but can they protect like the whole it's hurting them as well though 
this problem with the weave, they could they couldn't hold those forms for very long. Mm. I don't think they could have managed that for much longer than they were defending the city. If they're constantly under attack, I I don't know what's going to happen. I think the best thing we can do for them is to keep this to ourselves. Yes. I agree. Yes. Maybe we can get them to give us more Electrum too. (laughs) (laughs) And he's back. (laughs) Uh, And maybe we can look for clues on Mm. how to find the academic. Yes. Do you think her coming back will help? Like mend the rift? I think her coming back will help Silver. At least. Mm. I mean, I kind of agree with her. Like, slay the same. dad that was going to kill the I, kid. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing. Yeah. So, yes. uh, yeah, but how do we find someone that's just not in? They're not in Numea City. They could be anywhere else. Well, if I'd leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Flynn's we'll like, we have to figure that out. <laughs> we'll have to figure. Well, we'll. I don't know. We do have something to start with. Mm. The broken chime. The broken chime. Yes. Well, the judge. The judge said. Uh, the the judge said it's being held by a pale sister oh, that we haven't met. I forgot about that. Yeah, I have to admit, I'm glad you remember that, Karen, because I. Oh. Frankie doesn't remember much. <laughs> oh, you you were getting all of the stuff with Dalton or whatever. I've oh, yeah, that's right. No that's idea right. what was going on up there. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to look for clues, and I think. We could just put an ad out for a private tutor <laughs> and wait for someone that like resembles the sisters to come along. Obviously, we'll have to do it outside of the city. Outside of the city. You think she might be looking for a little bit of cash? Huh? Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. assume so. Well, and then we Frankie have... also replies to that ad. Like, oh, private tutor. <laughs> hey. Oh, wait, no, that's me. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, I can do that. Uh, well, we have contacts. We've been traveling around haven't we? We've got contacts. Mm. We've got we people do. we can ask. Um, yeah. I feel like not many people like us, but we can definitely try. Speak for yourself. We we're, can start. We're pretty likable. Yeah, I, I feel people like don't like us. I feel like Flynn's been making very good con- contacts. Yes, I could call my sister, see if she's got anything up in the hives. We can talk to. Maybe you can talk to your uh, druid friend. Maybe. Yeah. I. I can Amity talk probably to has some. Actually. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're fine. I like this plan of reuniting this family. That's cute. Talk to Mike. Yeah, I love the idea of bringing trauma back to this boy's life. No, what? No, I mean, like, trauma? No. He would have. If the dad was in the act of, like, trying to kill Silver, and he was killed at that point by the academic, Silver would have seen his dad die. Yeah, but does it seem like he cares? Yes. Oh, yep. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a lot for an eleven-year-old. Hell is. yeah. It's a lot. And so you all finish up dinner. Do you do anything to like clean up the table, or do you just finish and leave? Yeah, Karen and Flynn are rich. They to finish and leave. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Frankie's just gonna take like I don't know all the chicken and just like pour it into his bag and be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> take some leftovers. Yeah, I don't definitely take taking leftovers. Flynn, Flynn doesn't even push in his chair because he knows it'll be more useful for the servants to have the chair put out so they can like clean it. <laughs> if it's been polite to someone else's house, he'd push in his chair. Wow, well, I love how we're finally seeing the differences between the party members. <laughs> and so you get up. The bourgeoisie! Sorry. <laughs> and so you leave the palace and you 
now the quietness and the unusedness of all the rooms makes a lot more sense to you. Yeah. The yeah. fact that there's no servants here and there's no people here and everything feels empty mm, yeah. suddenly has a, a reason behind it. And you let yourselves out of the palace and the door automatically locks behind you and you know where else to go. You just decide to head home. Mm. And so the empire without an emperor storms forth into the unknown. In Tarago Nook's train stable, Riki pats Buttercup and feeds her some extra grain. He looks down the tracks towards Ymir City and grins. Somewhere atop the powder-covered mountain, Blackguard pulls himself out of the snow, pulls out his notebook, and heads north, scribbling excitedly. (laughs) Amidst the piles of untold riches, Professor Ameth Peridot browses the hoard for a book he's yet to read. And when he sees the spot that Welby dove into the coins, he chuckles to himself. Outside the door to Silver's bedroom, the administrator stands listening to the armor stiffly and lifelessly read to him. And then the train went to... She rubs her temples tiredly. (laughs) And down in the city, Warforged guards finish dragging Feroz's corpse into a secret storage area, closing and locking the door behind them. And only once they leave does a sound fill the room. Um. (laughs) 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 And once again, four tired Parchment Company employees find their ways home through the chilly winter afternoon, a little more weathered, a little stronger, a little wiser, their souls a little more consumed than when they left. They unpack, share a meal with their loved ones, tuck their little dragon into bed, (laughs) and spare a thought for the mimics around their necks before they drift off to a troubled sleep. The world is ever more uncertain, the future is more shrouded than ever. The only thing our heroes know for sure tonight is where they need to be tomorrow at 9am sharp. gone and they didn't even clear the table the administrator here thank you for your time and your attendance i'm not really sure what to tell you i don't think you should take advice from me please just take care